Regardless of your chosen niche within makeup, making the decision to embark on a career in special effects makeup can be a really expensive undertaking. It can feel like the world is against you when everything from a simple makeup brush costs at least $10 or $20. It can be really expensive. But I want to reassure you that starting out doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start out with every single makeup and tool available to humanity. The good news is that by having just a few key items in your kit, you really can get by in the beginning. And then as the work comes to you and your experience expands, no doubt, so will your makeup kit. This is 5-Minute Face Talk. I'm Karen, and I've been a film and TV makeup artist for over 25 years now. And inside 5-Minute Face Talk, I'll share the cream of the crop makeup and skincare products, techniques, top tips, and no-nos, and hopefully a giggle or two, all in bite-sized episodes to help you look and feel fab. Because life's too short for YouTube videos. Let's take a look at a few key products that you should have from the get-go that I think are essential for getting by in the very beginning. First, a small but solid set of glue brushes. And if you're literally fresh and starting out, art store sets will do just fine to begin with and honestly can be super affordable. On the other hand, if you'd like to know some of my favorite glue brushes, I mentioned quite a few of my go-to brands in episode 38, where I spend a decent chunk of time talking about special effects and glue brushes as well. So check it out. An alcohol-activated palette. Now, this can be a really versatile palette to use anytime you get the call to create cuts, bruises, black eyes, wounds, and just character shading. And you can even use them for more fantasy-based creations too. The best thing about alcohol palettes today is that the activator that you use with the alcohol product can really create a very sheer and watered down version of the shades within the palette. And you can create lovely washes of color on the skin and just build up layers of translucent color. So have a play on your own face or arm once you get an alcohol palette or two. I also mentioned, I think, 10 of my go-to alcohol-based palettes in a blog post as well. I think it's called Top 10 Special Effects Makeup Palettes for your kit, but I'll link to it below on the show notes page on my website so you can check it out at a later time or when this episode finishes. Next is a good remover. Now, a special effects makeup kit is virtually useless if you don't stock something to remove your makeup as well. And if you're applying prosthetics, this is an absolute must. Now, there are quite a few to choose from, and they all have varying thicknesses, viscosities, and even intensity of removal capability as well. I tend to use isopropyl mirror state or Telesis Supersolve for the most part. And the further that you get along in your career and the different people you work with and projects that you work on will no doubt expose you to so many other removers that are most efficient for various makeup types. For example, if you're gluing on prosade transfers, like three-dimensional transfers, you might find that using a product called 244, or which is 
beauty or cosmetic fluid, that 244 will do the job the best, or removing fake blood that has stained the skin. Your humble can of shaving cream might just take that stain out the best. I'd love to also introduce you to Opsite Tape. I feel like I talk about this product all the time, and that's with good reason. Spending money on a clear tape might seem unheard of when you're a starving artist, but trust me, even investing in one small roll of Opsite Tape will completely change your working day, I promise. Opsite Tape has become a absolute staple in makeup kits the world over from using it under bald caps across the back of the neck and across the front of the hairline. It gives you an extra surface to glue your cap to and say goodbye to the old back of the neck lifting forever. I promise you this is a game changer and it has a million other uses that will only be limited by your imagination and your onset predicaments that it will no doubt be the solution to. All of these things make Opsite Tape a must-have for your kit. If you haven't heard of it, I'll link to it in the show notes, as I will all of these products that I'm talking about today, so you can go and get them straight away. Now, Opsite Tape has a little learning curve to apply when you first use it. So it's basically a thin and flexible membrane or adhesive layer, and it comes with a backing paper that you remove first. So you peel off the backing paper, you stick it down, and then you remove the clear film that has green grid lines on it, like guidelines. So that's the last thing to come off. And voila, you are left with a very thin, flexible and strong film that can cover hair, open wounds and so many other things. And the good news is that you can paint right over the top of it with your alcohol paints. The best. Now something that gets overlooked a lot is just a simple yet decent hairdryer. A humble hairdryer is a must for quick efficient applications and you may even need it on set at times as well and now when I say decent I don't necessarily mean the strongest or the most powerful hairdryer that you can find in fact I mean quite the opposite because the more powerful hairdryers tend to be so powerful in voltage that they can short the power in a makeup trailer after just a few seconds of use so my advice to you is to stick with something smaller it's easier to pack and store it takes up less room in your kit, and it's still going to do the job well for you. In fact, my all-time favorite hairdryer is a travel hairdryer. It's the Babeless Bambino, I think it's called, and I've got about four of them now. I get it in black. They look sleek and simple, and they're tiny, and their noise isn't too ear-piercingly hideous as well. Some of those travel dryers can be kind of offensive to the ear, so that's why I stick with the Babeless Bambino. Check them out. I'll link to them below so you can get your own. Setting powder, another easily overlooked but very important part of your kit. Just get yourself the big old tub of RCMA no color powder and you will never look back. And the best thing is when you have that big jar, you can just decant or tap out a little powder onto a dish or a palette. And now get one that's specifically and only for your powder to become your powder dish and you'll never have any hygiene issues with it at all. So easy and that will last you a lifetime. 
cream or grease palette. Now, call me old-fashioned, call me old-school, call me old, whatever, (laughs) but I still love rubber mask grease paint or RMGP and a small selection of primary colours and some lovely crimson and red shades can be such a handy little palette that you can create and customise with, let's say, a small view set palette and a little depotting. But please don't go down that rabbit hole of depotting because in my heart I truly feel that we don't need plastic upon plastic and depotting and more depotting but just a few key palettes can really be lifesavers in your kit especially in your onset kit be so versatile and honestly save you in a pinch when you're on set and you have to do some unexpected changes or character makeup bits on the spot a grease paint can be the perfect solution to keep in your set kit at all times And you can also thin them down with alcohol or an alcohol isododecane mix and use the similar sort of washes that I was talking about with your alcohol-based palettes too. I love the RCMA rubber mask grease paints and in fact the MAC Pro paint stick palette too. Although I'm not sure if it's been discontinued at this point, I'll try and find a link if I can and I'll add it below on the show notes too. And another favourite is the Makeup Forever Flash Colour Cream Palette. It has a fantastic range of primary shades and also the basic shades from the RGB colour model too. You can make yourself a brilliant mini set palette with these shades that you will come to rely on time after time after time. A decent supply of airbrush inks such as Skin Illustrator, EBA, European Body Arts that is, or Allied Effects. Now they were formerly the Bluebird Company. And you can start with primary black and white and go from there. And check out my blog post of alcohol-based makeup if this is entirely new to you. But a handful of shades such as your primary colours, red, blue and yellow, and then just introduce a couple of red or pink shades such as capillary and coral adjuster, rose adjuster or lividity. Some important shades are what are called your neutralising shades such as your olive adjuster, cool tone and vein tone as well. Now these are all Skin Illustrator titles for colors and they've become pretty much universally recognized so that's why I mention because any artist all over the world will hear those names and know exactly what I'm talking about so it's good to get in with that color system and then you can move from there. Now having said that EBA and Allied Effects are solid favorites of mine as well and a hidden bonus with these two brands is that their products are so well pigmented that with the concentration that we use in makeup and more often than not using them through an airbrush, they have to be a certain thinness or their viscosity has to be quite low, doesn't it, to get pushed through the airbrush without clogging it. So you'll no doubt always end up thinning these inks down. And that being the case, these single bottles will last you such a long time. That is if there's no spills and sometimes that can be easier said than done. So always screw that lid on tight and always remember to close that little applicator head. As soon as you've used the ink, close it straight up. That's my bonus tip for the day. 
And then you can start having a look at skin tones as well. And if you pick, say, one very light skin tone, one medium, and one dark shade, this can be all you need starting out because with your reds and blue shades and yellow, you can adjust these flesh tones for any skin tone, right? Because your color theory understanding should take care of the rest. And once you get into it, it will become like second nature. So building your paints in these ranges can effectively be exactly the same as you would build in your beauty makeup in your foundation range. You really don't need to spend money on every single shade within a makeup range. Just a few key ones to start out and simply mix and tint as needed. Okay, so that's just a handful of the essentials that you should think about investing in, especially when you're starting out. And remember, just start small. It will come to you, I promise. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, it would mean everything to me if you could just take a minute and give me a little rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform is your platform of choice for listening. This tells Apple that I'm providing you with great info that you enjoy and it tells me that I should keep going and create more episodes too. And if you really love this episode, you can help even more by leaving a short review to recommend this podcast to other makeup fans and artists. That would be just great and help to share the love and info with more folks just like you. Okay, till next time, thank you for the love and support. And here we are at the time of recording a few weeks into 2024. So my advice is to get out there, start creating, and I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.